0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And
1: now! For those fans around the world, this is the moment you've all been waiting
2: for! Adam Liverpool England! They were super necessary.
0: Hello and welcome back to Super Necessary. Today I'm delighted to say that joining us is current UFC middleweight, the action man, Chris Curtis. How are you doing, Chris? What's you up? okay?
2: Yeah, what's up, guys?
0: Thanks Good very much for joining nice. us, mate. Oh
2: hello, glad to be here.
1: So to start then, firstly, congrats on that huge win last weekend. You know, it's a, a first round knockout over a very game and dangerous Phil Hawes For you, did the fight go as you planned?
2: Uh, (laughs) uh, Yes and no. I definitely planned on being uh, more of the aggressor. But, like, by 45 seconds in, I'm like, man, he's a lot bigger than me. I was like, all right. Yeah, by 45 seconds in, I was like, man, he's just bigger than me. He's stronger than me. And apparently, he's faster than me, too. I was like, all right, well, (laughs) you're immediately going to not going heads up with him. I was like, you know, I can beat him standing. I pressure him, make him to uh, do too much. And I was like, holy shit, that was a bad plan. And we're gonna do a new plan now. Because <laughs> my God, the first two combos I threw, we punched through, and I was like, nope, this isn't a thing now. Like now <laughs> <it was laughs> <something else. laughs>
0: Um, so you actually put yourself forward to fight Phil a few a few weeks earlier, I believe. And um he he didn't want to fight you on short notice. Did that help you in your preparation for the fight at all? Not when that he was I suppose, worried about what you were going to bring to the dance?
2: No, nah, I
0: didn't. I've got, this is, that was my 35th fight. I didn't care. It's funny
2: though, because like later he's like, oh, I wanted to study him. I wanted him to watch my video and study me. Like I didn't, I watched like, we watched his tapes twice. Like the first time we announced it, you know, I never went back to it. He like, I want them to watch my Instagram and see me train. I was like, bro, I've never been on your Instagram ever. <laughs> like, I don't care. Like, no, I'm like, okay. I'm like, you're begging you wrestle. Like I got it. Like that's it's funny to me. He's like, you know, it probably would have been better off I had taken that fight because uh, I actually got rocked the day before that uh they called they, the day they called me, I got rocked in practice. I was crazy little Brazilian kid just blasting me out of nowhere. <laughs> and uh you know, like, it's like the first round as far and you know everybody has that like uh, the unspoken like first round kind of go calm and warm up. He was like, go, bam. <laughs> <laughs> he actually rocked me pretty hard. I was like, oh, shit. So, uh, you know, that probably would have been better for him. But, like, nothing changed for me. I train seven days a week, uh, year-round. I don't take time off. So, I'm like, okay, well, I was already in shape. I'm always in shape. Like, I'm, You know, I can I can do ten rounds any day of the week without really breaking without really having to do anything special. So, dumb call on his part, but whatever.
1: In, what did you take from that little footage that you did watch of him? Did you take anything from that at all, or was it just not much?
2: No, he's – like I said, this is my 35th fight. I have fought bigger, stronger wrestlers multiple times. We're like, okay. We watched footage. We're like, he's not going to throw, like, spinning back kicks and like, cartwheel kicks. Like, okay. He's got oh, – yeah. you know, he strikes uh, – he's striking. is getting better, and he wrestles. All I away from it. He's not a single leg guy. He likes that uh that uh blast double or he'll do that quick single to head outside. And like, that's it. Like we know, like I'm not gonna spend too much time at this point in my career focusing on like what each guy does, unless yeah. there's something in there that like you're not used to seeing. Outside of that, like we fought wrestlers, you know, many, many, many times in my career. I'm at a gym now, to where you know I've done nothing but focus on wrestling for the last year and a half. Like, okay, like fine, like he's good, but you know we've beaten wrestlers before, we fought good wrestlers before. Yeah, you know just, I'm not gonna worry so much about him. Just make sure I don't fuck up. Like, you know I can't really take into account what he's gonna do. he will come out and apparently be a kickboxer for Phil while, which <laughs> I hadn't taken him out. Like, yeah, so right, this is new. Right, that's fine, like, great.
1: So th- obviously. Th- a lot of people you know if you can be honest a lot of people had to feel winning this before the bell even rung like does it faze you at all when you consider the underdog or is that something you thrive off
2: that's, once again man like i'm so far into this sport i just don't care yeah. like phil's gonna win blah 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 i'm like okay that's cool <laughs> and like you know people will People who know who don't know will go with a known quantity. And like, Phil's their known quantity. Mm. They've seen him fight before. But I'm like, bro, I fought, no, nothing against Phil, whatever, you know, despite what he said. You know, he's, he's, he's got potential. He's going to, he'll go far. But I fought better people already. I said in the interview before that I'm the best guy he's ever fought, not the other way around. And like, um, if you want to bet on him, fine. People, you know, like, people, like, oh, bet the house on Phil. Then I'm getting all these messages like, hey, man, you lost me money. Can you wire me money? Like, no, I hope you're broke. Like,
1: that's a good <laughs> <game>. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. You've made the decision to bet on this man and bet against me. Fend for yeah. yourself, you know?
2: <laughs> like, Hit Phil Davis up for money. Like, oh, fucking what, is, what world is a Phil Hall? So like, What What world is this? So we're like. You bet against me now. You're like, hey, mate, can you reimburse me? Like <laughs> what?
1: People are mad at me. It's uh, absolutely crazy.
2: Oh, it's crazy. It's absolutely
1: hilarious.
0: <laughs> I don't think these people understand how betting works. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, what? Like, how do you bet? Like, you, you could potentially make an argument if I was Phil Hawes and you're like, oh, you're such a massive favorite and you shit the bed. But then like to bet against me and then lose your money, you're like, hey man, if you pay me back, like what? <laughs> You didn't believe in me to begin with. Why would I help you? No.
1: <laughs> I, I, I've got to say, though, like one person that, that always had your back was, was my missus. She was like, Chris is going to do it. He, he's he's going <laughs> to take help, Phil. Yeah, she, she absolutely went, went mad when you won. Yeah. Um, we, we last, Tell her she, I said uh, thank
2: you. You are <laughs> phenomenal. And I wish you nothing but sunshine and
0: rainbows.
1: <laughs> uh, I'll show her this and she'll, she'll be happy with that.
0: <laughs> absolutely. So you finally made it to the UFC debut, Madison Square Garden, first round knockout. Madison Square Garden, obviously, you know, arguably the most important fighting venue in the world. Does it get any better than
2: that? I mean, no, it doesn't. Like, <laughs> I I came from boxing, man. So like your first round knockdown on MSG in MSG is freaking awesome. Like that's like Shit. Well, I mean, hats off for Phil Hawes for saying no to the fight the first time. he got us on MSG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: so every every cloud has a silver line, and not yours. Uh,
2: I mean, it's freaking great too. Like the, I mean, it's honestly the best card of the year, like so far. So I got my first round of knockout against a highly talented guy who was, you know, they're talking about should have been a top fifteen already. Mm. First round, massacre guard. I'm like, what? That couldn't have gone any better. Actually, I'm like, <laughs> eh. <laughs> I'll take it. Yeah, a
1: lot, a lot, a lot of great moments on that car kind of Life wasn't it?
2: The enti- entire car was absolutely insane. Like it, from my like, top to bottom, that's probably the best car of the year. So, like, what you know, like, what a fucking weekend!
1: Yeah, definitely, mate. Um, so I was uh, as you, as you mentioned, that was your your thirty your thirty four fight leave. <laughs> So you've been fighting for, for thirteen years, you know, and in two thousand eighteen you fought and won on the contender series, but wasn't offered the contract. For you at that point, was you thinking you would ever still make it to the UFC, or did your confidence never fade at that point?
2: No, nah, man, it uh, it, it made me walk away from the sport for a little bit. I mean, I thought I was done. I was like, I've given, even by two thousand eighteen, I still had a pretty big record. It's like eighteen and five or something like that from that fight, it's a pretty big record already. I've been fighting for a long time and like nothing. And then I get a highlight reel knockout in front of the boss and he doesn't, you know, just literally not impressed. I'm like, what do I have to do, man? Like, so that was like the first, I've been frustrated before that. Cause I know people who I beat up have been given chances and like whatever well, people i beat have been there, never get the shot, and then to go perform. And you know, like I broke my hand, the first punch I threw in that fight broke my hand. So I was like, okay. Yeah, very first punch I landed it broke my hand, and then before that, I tore my groin the, the week before that fight. Yeah. So I went in there hurt, performed, got you know, got the win, highlight wheel ran, didn't get it. Like, dude, that, that, that does shake your confidence. Like, what you know, I pulled out all the stops, didn't get it. So that was the first time I was like, Man, maybe this isn't gonna happen, like, and it, it's rough. Uh,
1: I would imagine Dana wasn't aware that you'd went, went through all that, like, you know, injuring your, your groin, messing your hands up and, with the first punch. To, um, I'm guessing you weren't aware of any of that.
2: I, don't, oh, I went to the hospital directly after the fight, but, like, I, don't, I mean, it's just, I don't, apparently uh, I took too long to knock him out. So, you know, it was when he was on his really big kick of, like, I want all first round knockouts. But, you know, since then, he's definitely loosened the restraining requirements of, like, you know, what he's looking for, so... Yeah.
0: yeah. At, least fa- at least you finally give him that first round, KO. Yeah,
2: right? It's just, <laughs> I mean, like, my entire life has been a story of bad timing, and it's just more bad timing. I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. So what it. what made you decide to, to get back into it after walking away for a little bit?
2: Mm, um, I was going to be <clears> done, and then I got a PFL offer. Nice. And... I was more so just like eh, it's a shot at a million bucks. I was like, man, that's a that's a little different because it's a million fucking dollars. Yeah, <laughs> <So>, exactly. <yeah. laughs> so I was like, you know, I still like wanted to be a UFC fighter, and I was kind of hesitant about PFL because so I was like, if I go on here, and the thought was in the back of my head was, if I go on here and I mess up, I'll never get in the UFC if I wash out of PFL, and. Lo and behold, I ended up shitting the bed in PFL. And then I'm like, oh my God, the dream is dead. Like I shot myself in the foot. Like, what were you thinking doing a freaking tournament? Like, oh my God. And like, after that, I would say, and I'm done. Like after PFL, I was like, well, I screwed myself. I'm never going to get in. Like I'm done. Everybody's like, oh, go to Bellator. I like, I don't want to be a Bellator fighter. I started wanting to be a UFC fighter. I didn't want to be a Bellator or a PFL fighter. My goal was to be a UFC fighter. Yeah. So after that, I was like, well, I guess that's it. Then my son's like, well, what the hell else are you going to do? Because, like, I had my first MMA fight about two weeks after my son was born. And his entire life, he's grown up with me being a fighter. So he's just like, okay, well, I'm proud of you, but what are you going to do? And I was like, I don't know, get a regular job. He's like, doing what? (laughs) I I don't know. Like, he's just like, well, he could wrap his head around it. He's like, well, this is all you do. Like, I don't really get it. So I'm like, you know what? He's kind of right. He's like, what else are you going to do? I'm like, I don't fucking no man like, what, i thought i get a better response to go yay dad's gonna quit and be you know come home and he's, just, you know, he's just like no nah. he's like what are, you, what are you gonna do i don't get it he's like all right well now i'm getting like berated by a 12 year old
1: i'll just go back to the gym then it's all right. yeah
2: but like, like, that's pretty much what happened i'm just like he was not he was not as enthused as i'd be i he'd be about this but like you know dad retiring he's like well, what are you gonna do like, i don't know i don't need this from you You think. Like, 12 or 13
1: you? Right? <laughs> <laughs> Don't you lecture me.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: right now he said it was, it was like a very humbling moment. He's like, what are you going to do? i like, all right, well, now I feel like a bum. Thanks, buddy. <laughs>
0: hey, if, it, if it works, it, it's, you know, we get to enjoy seeing you fighting some more, so you yeah. know, all, all the credit goes to
2: yeah, yeah. He you know he, he was uh in his infinite like at the time like 12, 13 year old wisdom. Yeah, he was right. Like so
0: that's
2: <laughs> off
0: to him. Um so what, one thing I've got to ask you, Chris. Your victory pose. Now I'm I'm a pro wrestling fan myself. It is so that's what I thought. I started doing it about,
2: uh, <laughs> about four years, three or four years ago, just because I was like, I just got you know what that is how. That's how you celebrate, man. It just that's up and like, what? I'm like, dude, look like, what does it mean? I'm like, bro, it means look at me. Like, look at what <laughs> I did. Like, this is great. Like, it's, so I, I love it, man. So I definitely, I did lift it from him. I've also lifted RBD's walkout song a few times. So,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Absolutely love it.
1: Yeah, it's like, it's like look at me. Well,
2: you know what I mean?
0: look at it's, what i've done exactly i'm the star look at me yeah
2: uh, I, I, that's what it is like i'm a star look at me like, look at what i've done
0: nice. yeah it's great i love it
2: no nah, you, you, you you gotta have some like flair and like belief in yourself and then make gotta make it fun if you're not having fun then you won't care if people won't care so you gotta have fun with it
1: yeah couldn't agree more um so you know one Looked at, at your record, and that and one name that, that sticks out on, on your extensive record is Bilal Muhammad. Now, you know, uh, your, your fight's at middleweight, obviously. He's at welterweight, but, you know, if that fight was to ever come upside, you know, a, a pullout or something, is that something you would still entertain, or would you?
2: Yeah, I so here's the fun thing. I'm actually a welterweight. I took this fight away weight class up. I am in a welterweight my entire career for the most part. Um, Bilal is one of those one of those two fights where I was like, uh like he won the fight fair and square, but it was just everything that could have gone wrong going into that fight went wrong. So you can't make excuses for it which is one of those fights where I'm just like, oh my God, like this is the only time in my career I was fighting. I was I remember warming up for that fight. It's the only time in my career I didn't actually want to fight. I was like, I want to go home. I don't want to do this. I'm not in the mood. Like, my, I remember the first time I was warming up, I was like, I don't want to be here right now. I've never felt that way since. But it was just not a great lead up to that. And hats off to him, man. He's gotten so much better. He's had a fucking great career. He's done well. That's one of those ones I jump on. I love Ballon. I I was fucking trained with him. That's one of those ones, like, when lose, or draw, like, I want to have a better showing than what happened there. Because, like, I was so much better than that then, and we're both better now. But it's just, ugh one of those ones that, like, we perform so badly, it sticks with you for years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what One of those moments of bad timing again, was it?
2: Dude, no, it's, it's, it's just, oh, <laughs> man, I just, I mean, it really, sadly, like, at that fight, like, so it really was bad timing. That fight came up. I just left my long-time gym. Mm. I was, like, at a new gym. It was, like, my first fight at a new gym, only, like, three weeks into that gym. And just, like, my training partners were changed. My coaches changed. Like, so... I'm freaking out about that so I'm trying to like do more to make up because like you know like I'm trying to, I'm doing more cardio and other stuff because like my partner's are changed I think like I'm not doing the same amount that I was so I changed everything and it was just the incorrect answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so as you mentioned you were uh, previously fighting in in PFL. Um is there any any sort of notable differences or similarities between the setup of PFL and UFC?
2: Yeah. Fuck that tournament format. Like seriously. Oh man, that is <laughs> bad. Like, so I'm a, I'm a fairly big welterweight. Uh, and I, I walk around at like 195 pounds now, but I was like walking around 200 pounds for that. So the first fight being down to 170 was fine. And then having to like maintain a lower weight. So like, I think I maintained like 188, 190 for that tournament. And people were just looking at me like, are you sick? Like, are you okay? I was just so, I was tired. I was dead tired all the time. I was miserable. I was like constantly getting sick. Like I can't, I can't maintain that low of a weight for that long. It's just, I'm too big. I'm getting older now. I'm too big. I'm too big of a human being to do that. And like that tournament format sucks. <laughs> like man. Yeah. like it's, it's, it's so hard on my body. Like. You know, hats off to Megaban and Ray Cooper for me able to do it back to back to back. But like my body at 35, man, my body, you know, in my 30s, my body can't do that anymore. Maybe when I was younger, it could have been easier. But woo in my 30s, that was not the time. And like, oh man, that sucked. Like, yeah, God, that's so bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is. It's obviously with really, like UFC starting like that in the tournament format, it's it's mad to see it's still going in organizations and people are doing it, you know. <laughs>
2: When I started MMA, man, it was like the wild west, especially like out in the Midwest. So I either times I fought twice in a night, I fought three times a night, I fought uh back to bed. I fought Friday, and then I fought Saturday as an amateur, like stuff like that it was common, but I was also like twenty one. Like at you know, thirty two in my thirties, like it's not a thing anymore. Like it's definitely <laughs> not a thing anymore.
1: Did, did you um, did you ever go out back and like change your shorts in the institution of someone else? Is <laughs> it anything like that?
2: <laughs> Dude, they're like, I'm telling you, man, as I saw, I remember as an amateur fight where I fought, I won my first amateur belt. So I'm like, yeah, I'm like in the crowd drinking. My first is at 85. So I'm in the crowd, I'm drinking and stuff. And then they're like, oh, the 205 title challenger pulled out. And I was like, I'll do that one. So I went and won a 205. I've been drinking, mind you. I hop up, I go change again. I win a 205 belt. And like, yeah. mind you, I am belligerently drunk at this point. Like, the fact they let me fight. I was like, this is looking back on it. I was like, my god, we are just out here, straight wild west. like <laughs> so, okay, I mean, it used to be a lot different.
0: probably helped. You probably couldn't feel any of the punches.
2: <laughs> I remember most of that fight. I was just like, I mean, like man, you guys really let me fight. Like, yeah, it's
1: fine. <laughs> <laughs> that's how. Yeah, that's am the and um, so, you know, you, you mentioned about the change of gyms. There, you fight at extreme Couture now. What's it like? Do, do you get to train with Couture? Is he still in training, and not like just keeping himself in brandy.
2: shape? brandy pops up. He's 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 usually really he works out a lot. He keeps himself in shape. He doesn't train as much as uh, he did before. He will pop in from time to time. So Randy's not uh, doing as much. But I mean, on the flip side, I've got. Probably the biggest collection of like UFC guys and like legends of the sport there. Like it's absolutely insane with people <laughs> running around there. Like you got Strickland, uh, Sean Strickland, Brad Tavares, uh, Francis is always there. You got Jake uh, Shields as a coach, Nathan Manley as a coach, Eric Nipsick, coach of the year, is there. So Albert Derev, just got in the UFC, freaking monster. He's there. Coms out, pops in and out. Like you've got, just an insane. Elias uh, Theodore was in town right now. There's just there's just a crazy, crazy, crazy amount of talent there at all times.
1: Do, you know do you do you still get the legends coming in like Griffin and you know Martin Cartman and stuff? Do they still pop in? Or?
2: Forest will pop in everywhere. Forest pops in everywhere in Vegas, which is crazy. Uh, Jay Haran is there pretty regularly, which is great. Like uh, you know, there's it's it's you end up getting to work with uh, Jake, Ellenberger's uh, there all the time. So you got so much, like so many coaches and so much knowledge and training partners. Like it's freaking amazing for me. Like it's exactly what I needed. Yeah, yeah. sounds great
0: that life. Well, as you mentioned, there's uh, some of the names, Brad Tavares, Francis Ngannou, uh obviously, you know, Ryan Bader is associated with the gym. Um, yeah, they, Tate, you know, the list The list is ongoing. We could be here forever. Um, yeah, it is
2: insane, yeah.
0: But it must, it must fill you with, with so much confidence knowing that you've got the highest caliber of trainers and training partners to work with?
2: It's the greatest thing in the world is that A, I'm the, I got some of the best guys in the world to work with. And then B, when you're in that room and like, you know, I belong like I belong in that room. I can give as well as you know, I can I can, you know, give it as well as I take it. And to know that you belong in that room means I'm, a, I'm one of the best guys in the world. Like I'm in a room with some of the best guys in the world and I am in that conversation. I'm in those rounds. And like that means I'm one of the you know, I'm one of the best guys in the world. I just gotta perform up to it. But like it definitely changes your confidence knowing, like, yeah, that's my level. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. my It's it. an incredible man, Seth.
2: Yeah.
1: Definitely. And um, so you know, you you said before that like you have a you have a fight I think you mentioned on uh, the my out that your parents were like a doctor and it was uh, a nurse <laughs> yeah. and, and you veered into to fighting so I'm wondering what was you like growing up like,
2: oh you? man so my mom just got her phd in nursing and my father's a doctor uh, my brother is a pharmacist my sister owns business and she was in school for law but like growing up I you know like in that weird age and like probably around like fifth or sixth grade where every kid's on the playground play football and stuff playing really i was playing power rangers and street fighter by myself for like <laughs> up until like middle school i was just like all i've ever wanted to do was fight all i've ever cared about was fighting like you know i would play other sports but it was always just about fighting like it's all i've ever like i you know i grew up on i probably blame like uh street fighter virtual fighter tekken and streets of rage where i was just <laughs> like man fighting's really cool so then i just never stopped like doing it and then it's just all i've ever cared about like I was a kid who was always like fighting people.
0: And I was I was that
2: weird kid too because like I'd be on like recess doing like karate and like, <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> like, out there like everybody's always played football. I'm out here practicing karate in the back. They're like what is wrong with, like, what is wrong with you? That's just who I was. Man, all I ever cared about was fighting. So like it's was that weird kid, but it paid off.
1: It was mm-hmm. you one of those kids that would put put your tie around your head and then start? Oh, I was. I,
2: that so, <laughs> I was. I was. I wasn't even just that kid. I was that kid up until I was like twenty. So <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. nice. But I remember, like, I was uh when I was like eighteen. Some guys tried to jump me and two friends of mine, and like at eighteen walking around, like you know, I had like blonde hair too, so I was like the only black kid in like my shitty area with blonde hair and on a skateboard. So I remember some guys tried to jump us. And I used to carry a karate gi in a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> I was that guy, man. Like, I was that guy. I had like a karate gi in my backpack. I had like boxing gloves in a backpack. But I was like, whatever, like whatever way he went to fight, I had like gear for it. And I was just that kid, man. But like, i like, let me switch outfits. Like, <laughs>
1: yeah. let me get in the zone first before we start. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I've done it before though, like, oh my god, it was absolutely insane, like. I am a reason why they say you should limit your kids video game time like i'm telling you man like,
0: <laughs>
2: no one no one's checked my video game usage and like i absolutely went off the deep end like you know what played tekken for a long time tekken 3 when i was like you know what this is what i do as an adult
1: <laughs> yeah i go into full-time game instead of fucking. <laughs> yeah
2: i was like you know what i was playing tekken 3 is like you know what and like you know you're like 15 14 like, or 12 when it came out yeah and I'm like, not understanding at the time, there's probably not a worldwide martial arts tournament that like, happens around the world. But I'm just like, you know what? I'll be one of these guys for like, you know, like as an adult. Like, I'll go around fighting people. Not how it works, but like, that's what's started the course.
1: <laughs> it, it, it must have been mad playing those games, seeing all these crazy moves, and then you're on a card and someone like Chris Barnett pulls off that spinning yeah, heel. Exactly. I was like,
2: oh, I should have invested in Taekwondo. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so. Definitely going to start working on that. Like, Chris that can do it. I can do it. Like, I refuse to believe I can't do that.
1: <clears throat> well, 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 to him, mentally, he's, he's at your weight. So. Yeah,
2: okay, right? So mentally, I got to be a 35er. Like, all right, that's fine. <laughs> you, can't you can't convince me I can't do it. So, like, yeah, I should have invested in Taekwondo, but whatever, we'll work on it.
0: <laughs> um, so, like we said, you were recently on uh, Ariel's show, the MMA Hour, uh, and you revealed that you uh, had adopted. Um. Just in general, how I was being a father, obviously, you know, you said your, your son's a bit older now, but how has being a father changed you as a man?
2: It's, I, it's, uh, here's the thing. Like, when I'm like, oh, hey, mom, I'm adopting a kid. She's like, what is wrong with you? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? But now my mom absolutely loves him. Like, she adores him. And uh, she's kind of getting used to being called grandma. But even my mother will say he was the best thing I've ever, like, the best choice i ever made because... I was definitely a rudderless for a long time. I was just out there doing whatever, following my like Kung Fu journey. (laughs) Weird and angsty teenager. But like, I don't know, like being dad, like, which is uh, honestly, it's kind of weird looking back on it. There should be like a, uh, a test about like having children. Cause my dad had no idea what I was doing. Like we had no idea what we were doing. And like, testament to kids being very durable, like, you know, resilient things because Looking back on it, when he was like a newborn, I had no idea how I was doing. But on the flip side, man, like it definitely calmed me down. It definitely made me like a more patient like caring human being. And you know, it, it gives, being a father gives, a parent in general, gives gravity to your situation to where you realize like, you know, I can't just walk away from stuff. I can't just quit stuff. Cause A, he's watching and B like, he depends on me to succeed. So it definitely, man, It's it's weird. It's it's a different type of pressure, but at the same time, like you know, I'm not kid's hero. Like he, it, it's it's the greatest film in the world. It's the, it's probably the best decision I've ever made. The best rash decision I've ever made. Yeah, it, it,
1: they kind of make you reevaluate your whole life and look at you know your what should we call them your um your weaknesses and that you know you you try and make yourself better, so when they look at you, like,
2: if, that's, if you,
1: yeah, it's mad.
2: That's exactly it, man, It's exactly it. It's even now, like, as I make mistakes in my life, like, there's some things, you know, you wanna walk past or whatever, like, blah, blah, blah. But now, you know, as I get older, I have to stop and think about the mistakes that I make, and I'm like, well, he sees this. Yeah. And it kind of makes you regret, because you wanna look, you look back at things you've done in the past, and you're like, he watched me make these mistakes. And you don't know, think about it at the time, but like you start to realize, like the man that he's gonna be is shaped by the things he see he's seen me do. So you start regretting all those things you did before that, like you know, like I could have been a better man here, here, here. So it really makes you focus on like trying to be a better form of you because like everything I do will play a part in shaping who we become in the future. And like you always want to be better than your parents, so like you work, you actively start working on finding ways to be a better man, a better human, a better father, a better friend, you know, a better spouse, whatever, because he's seeing that. Like, that's how he's yeah. building who he is. So, it definitely changes a lot about, like, the actions you take, the things you do, what like your behavior, it it, cha- it changes you at your core.
1: Yeah. It's, it, it's mad how, how much change changed. And can can, we, can relate to what you were saying about them being, uh, you know, quite resilient. Like, I think when I first held my little dad, I was like, i'm gonna edit him. you you just think you gotta don't you bro
2: bro at one point i was like i was holding him i fell down a flight of stairs and i fell i tripped and then i like caught him as he was falling i'm like freaking out like oh my god oh my god he's like he's like not a year old he's looking at me like are you good i'm looking at him like are you good (laughs) i'm holding him I'm like oh my god that was crazy you're just like wide eye looking at me, like, What the hell just happened?
1: Man? <laughs> <laughs> the, <laughs> so they're, they're,
2: they're, their resilience is amazing.
1: See, I've done that, uh, I didn't have all the babies, but I fell, I fell down, fell down the stairs, and I'm like that, oh, you know, shocked. And then he's been looking through through the banisters, like, yeah. you're, you're an idiot, and then just yeah, <laughs> being the way on oh, his little stroller. I, mean, <laughs> see, it's
0: funny. No, I,
2: I, I watched him take some horrific tumbles, I watched our house cat. <laughs> so uh our house cat kicked him down a set uh the first flight of stairs on the landing he was like walking down the stairs and he pulled the cat's tail I And mean, the cat just and kicked him and he tumbled <laughs> down like <laughs> a quarter flight of stairs hit the landing and he's just on his back he, like, he didn't cry he, he didn't cry he's just like confused like what just happened He yeah. walks by him like watch yourself i'm just like oh my god
1: at first there's just shock and i think you're okay and then you saw sort of yeah. laugh after it. Yeah. I
2: think he was more offended. The cat kicked him down the face. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I yeah, was,
1: was only stroking him.
2: Was like, hit me? Yeah, wait, bro. I... Don't fuck with the cat, man. <laughs> did,
0: did you uh, did you take any tips from the cat about kicking after that?
2: <laughs> bro, like, I, bro we, just, we just left that cat alone. The cat was just straight, like, I mean, not in the mood. Like, bro, like, all right, really, leave the cat alone, man. Cat never scratched him. I watched that. So the cat never scratched him ever. Never once scratched him but that cat kicked the shit out of that kid. <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we were shocked. Like, you can't be really too mad. He never used his claws, never scratched him. But I've watched that cat, like, drop kick that kid. <laughs> like, yeah. if he was doing something. The cat got a running start, put both balls in his face. I was like, damn.
1: Uh, I reckon that the, the cats ought to done on the slide. I mean, you know I mean? These won't just you won't think
2: I'm doing anything. You know?
1: <laughs>
2: it's, the cat's like, you know, I, didn't, I didn't scratch him. I was like, oh, all right, it's. Well played, cat. Well played.
0: <laughs> I think uh, I think you need the cat in the corner next, right?
2: <laughs> Bro, that, that cat joined a street gang and like ran away one day. Or, like, joined a cat street gang. I saw them like running down the street one day with like fifteen other cats, and never saw them again. I was like, all right, like.
0: So, you know, it's gonna come back one day with like a with like a cut off leather jacket and a switchblade. Yeah.
2: No, hey man, you're right. Like cats for the streets. I'm like, all right, you know. I'm hopefully they
1: like they are like a greaser gang. So moving on. Thank you for that. That was that was brilliant, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so this this year you, you had a name to to fight ten times maybe not 10 times but is the aim sort of similar going you know for the next year to be as active as you can
2: uh yeah, honestly man yeah like i i'm 34 right now man i'm 35 in july i'm getting this shot later in my career man i'm at the, i'm in you know to 34 34 is your prime 35s is your prime so i'm at my best years i'm stronger now than i've ever been you know mm. i'm better i'm better now as i've ever been I don't have time to uh, dance around and wait and whatnot. So honestly, I asked to fight this weekend. They called, mm-hmm. they asked up Kyle, uh, to Kyle Dawkus. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll fight. But uh, New York gives you a seven day suspension that they uh-huh. won't lift. I couldn't do that. But they also asked me to fight December 11th against Andre Munez, top 15 guy. And okay. I was like, I'll do it, let's go. But they gave it to somebody whose fight fell off. But, like, I'm still trying to stay busy, you know. I would've, I would've fought both of them if they let me, so. Yeah, I'm just trying to keep it going. Mm-hmm. I'm healthy. Uh, I've never had like serious like knee injuries and stuff, knock on would So why not uh why not keep it rolling as fast as possible? I train seven days a week. I've had probably two weeks off in eight years. Yeah. Outside of like you know, like one other injury where I broke my hand, I've come off for a little bit. But outside of that, you know, I've had two weeks total off in like eight years, man. I train full time, I don't stop. So I'm always in shape, I'm always pretty ready. I can take an 85 fight on, you know, 24 hours notice, or I can take a 70 fight with, what, four weeks notice. So, book me, or if somebody falls out, throw me in. But I, I want to get as much in as I can. I'm trying to burn through these contracts as fast as possible.
1: That's, a, that's an incredible work. it you've got me. I, you
2: know. I've i always said, man, like, um, and people ask, you know, maybe if the fight was Phil, I'm like, look, guys, I'm not, they're like, oh, were you worried when he was coming out strong? Like, I've never been the strongest. I've never been the fastest. I've never been the most talented. I've never been the best at, you know, like physically gifted. I that that's not my that's not my talent. That's not my skill. I tell people I'm like my genius is I'm a hard I'm a my genius is work, man. I'm a genius of hard work. I will work more than anybody else. I work harder than anybody else. I I'm the guy that I get up at you know seven or eight in the morning. My training starts. My training stops at about eight p.m. at night. Sometimes nine, you know. I do more than anybody else. And like that, that's my genius is I may not be the best, but in any one area, but I will, I will work you to the bone and I will work myself to the bone because that's where my strength is. So I've never been afraid to grind. I've been grinding for fucking the last 10 years as a pro without any recognition for it. Like, but I'm, and I'm, it's not gonna stop now. That's my power is like, you can be better than me here, here, here. I'm going to be more than you.
1: Yeah. But sometimes yeah. that's the difference as well. Like, working harder, you know, sometimes yeah. that can be the difference, you know, putting that extra work in.
2: That I, when I fought Phil, man, he said, blah, blah, blah. And I'd be like, how do you feel? I said, look, he's, he's a better athlete than me for sure. He's bigger than me. He's going to be stronger. Was well, it's to be faster than me, but hey, you know, shit happens. But I told him, man, like, the biggest thing, like, what's the difference? I said, I'm a bigger dog than Phil is. I'm a bigger dog than most people because you're not going to make, I've been, I've been here for a long time, 35 fights. You're not going to make me panic. You're not going to make me scared. And I promise you, but I'm going to bite down and fight harder than you can.
0: Yeah, definitely mate. <clears throat> so is that like, is that a mindset that comes from, <clears throat> excuse me, sorry, just, <laughs> <up>. um, <laughs> is that a mindset that comes from the gym? Obviously before you were, uh, before you come on here, we were watching your, uh, your part, your, training partner and friend uh, Cynthia fight and you said about her she'd fought late September and she just wanted to fight again is that is that just something that comes from the gym or is that your individual mindset uh,
2: for me I mean it's it's definitely something I've always had to like. I've had this mindset, I've been training like this for years so for me that's just how I am but at the same time it's nice to be in a gym, Extreme tour breeds that mindset where you know we for the most part, what's those guys in there are there every single day like Cynthia fought her last fight and she was back in the gym going like she works hard man like the girl works hard it's a gym it's a gym of a lot of guys who grind day in and day out so it's it's how I've been for a long time but it's nice to be around like-minded people you know
0: yeah Yeah. thanks for of me um so with this then you've you've now been on super necessary you've been on the MMA hour all you need now is the Joe Rogan experience, and you've completed the ultimate treble.
2: Right, I've got it. That's that's all it is. I
0: gotta get the Joe Rogan experience now. So let's
2: start like a uh, tweet bombing Joe Rogan. But you know, <laughs> yeah. the, the thing, I'll take. I got to talk to Joe Rogan and having him and say, "You're in, welcome to the UFC," with the greatest feeling in the world, next to Bruce Buffer, which is also the greatest feeling
1: in the world. <laughs> yeah, I've been on
0: that You You have ticked off about four things off your bucket list in one night,
2: bro. Right, I do. I got. MS, MSG knockout, a first round knockout, Bruce Buffer call, uh call out, Joe Rogan interview. I was like, man, this is a really great I clean cleaned my bucket list out for the most part. Like, this is
1: <laughs> yeah. Living the
0: dream mate, aren't you?
2: Yeah, it, it's it's been a nightmare for a while, but we're getting to the dream stage finally. Like...
0: <laughs> Better late than never.
2: Yeah, right, and yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> which was uh, I'll say at this point I've earned it a few times over so I'm going to take it and enjoy it and uh, get back to work but I'm definitely enjoying the moment
0: you deserve every bit of it mate so look <laughs> want to thank you so much for joining us this evening oh well, thanks for having me on for man. You. I appreciate it um, it's, it's been honestly it's been absolutely brilliant and we can't wait to see you back in the octagon and we know you're going to rise up them rankings fast
2: that's the plan man I'm trying to uh, I'm just trying to get paid and have fun and do cool shit <laughs>
0: Love, Thank it. You, love mate. it. Thanks very much, Tish.
2: Thank you guys for having me, man. I appreciate it. Take care.
0: Take it easy, mate.
2: Later, guys. This is the greatest. I love it. It was super necessary.